from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Christina Ellis, number one best-selling author, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. The phone number is a free call, and some say the advice is worth exactly what you pay for it. The phone number is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Bill is in Harrisburg, Virginia, Harrisonburg, Virginia, to start off this hour. Hey, Bill, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Hey, so I'm 41 years old. My wife and I, we entered Baby Step 7 one year ago when we paid our house off. Way to go. Net worth, net worth is about 900 k Income is about 210 per year. Whoop, whoop. And uh, we, uh, thanks to your teachings, we, we have moved forward in our financial lives, um, and, and we are just loving it. Uh, we have a new baby at home. We have, that, that brings the grand total to two. Uh, our investments, um, I'm maxing out my Roth 401k and my HSA, and I'm also investing in my uh, 529 for my, for my two uh, children. So my question is this, I want to get into, um, some bridge investing that will give me some income ahead of the typical retirement age. I think I want to get into investing in rental properties. So my question is, should I be maxing out all Roth IRA accounts for my wife and I before I do any type of bridge investing? Because I think there's a little bit of room to do all of it. I did when I was at your stage. Um, and what we're talking about is a $14,000 swing with a $200,000 income. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, if 14000 keeps you from your bridge thing winning, it probably wasn't going to win. True. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, so it's not enough that it matters. If it was a hundred thousand that we're talking about, then yeah, it might I might say don't do it and let's work on the bridge because you're smart to do the bridge. So what I did is just maxed out everything just because I hate freaking taxes. And I put as yeah. much money in anything I can put in that the government keeps their hands off of. What you're doing, you got your Roth 401k, you got your HSA, you got all that going. And then once I had all that Mac and you know, you do your backdoor Roths in your case to do individual Roths. And, um, then that would get you another 14 in there, but then our, our 13 anyway, but the, um, uh, uh, and then I dumped money into an S and P 500 until there was enough in there to buy a piece of real estate. Yeah. So I can do that. And you know, with my employer, I can do, I can do within my retirement plan. I can do a Roth backdoor Roth all the way up to like 50 grand a year. So there's a lot of options, but I really want to get into that rental real estate, 50. Area. So I think what I'm going to do is how are you getting to 50? Yeah, well, so with, with the account. So basically I think I can do 20, 22, 22,000 a year. Once I hit that max, um, I can, I can, it's, it's through fidelity. My company allows 50,000 a year, uh, total. So what I can do after I hit that 22, uh, I call fidelity and say, Hey, with the, it's, it's an after tax, um, input into the um, 401k but then you call them and tell them before anything's invested they flip it right into the raw so it's, it's, it's essentially a i would not Roth. i would not do that much if real okay. estate and bridge is your 
goal. If you were only doing traditional individual backdoors, that's only 14K, probably do that. But I would not max, I would not do that extra 25K. I would use that towards your bridge. I think I got the answer to my question. Thank you so much for your teachings. You have incredibly changed my life. You're a 40-year-old millionaire making 200K with a brand new baby. I'm so proud of you. Right? When did you start this, Bill? When did you start this journey? I bought my first house in 2009. That's about when I found Dave on the AM radio in Virginia, where I live. And uh, I just became a student of the game. I discovered the podcast and uh, been living it ever since. We paid off our house. It's worth about 475 last year and uh it is true the grass feels different under your feet once you pay that thing off so it's it's incredible we're loving it dude i'm proud of you well done you're why we come down here and do this every day that's very very cool that's amazing and such a great testimony for all the young people out there who you know we're sitting here saying get started now be consistent over time this is what your life could look like yeah. in your early 40s. It's a testimony Just, and an inspiration for those of you who do positive thinking. Those of you who are whiners, it's a mic drop in your face. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you can't do it. America's dead. And my college professor was Karl Marx. And I think capitalism is evil. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't help you with that. But uh, Bill can. He just dropped a mic on you. So there you go. Uh, it's good. It's That's very good. impressive. And I think that message needs to be out there because we do hear so much negativity in the press. Well, here's the thing. We are all, I mean, this, this culture, there's so much room to be a complete screw up and still become wealthy. <laughs> I mean, right. because we just spend so much money. You just did no spend January. I'm so proud of you. Thank no you. No spend for a whole month. No spending for now a whole month. Now explain what you did, because it was inspiring. Well, we only spent on essentials, so no discretionary spending, and we made sure to stay under $100 a week on groceries. No eating out. No eating out. No money for and entertainment. no purchases on Amazon. No, man. No Prime. <gasps> no Prime <Dave>. clicks. <laughs> that was hard for me. Yeah, it was an Amazon fast. It was an Amazon fast. I did not realize how mindless I was getting with Amazon, and it's ridiculous. Okay. I'm embarrassed. So what, what, what was the result of doing this? We saved kind of an embarrassing amount we saved a few thousand dollars beyond what we normally say beyond I'll own it <laughs> can i share it on you air? need to say it <laughs> brag it okay beyond our normal 15 percent hsa normal savings for the house we saved 2400 dollars this month I, that's a brag two thousand four hundred in one month in one month it's and amazing. people emailed you that were doing following you on instagram doing it and oh, a lot yeah. of them did more than that oh i had people saying they saved over six thousand dollars and you know what's really cool if Everything you don't eat out and you don't spend on crap that you don't have to live right and you limit your grocery budget to a reasonable amount uh you can save two to six thousand dollars a month in a lot of households which is what we tell people to do when they're in baby step two anyway right mm -hmm. hair on fire scorched earth drop an atomic bomb on your lifestyle no Literally. eating out no vacationing stop your whining get your stupid butt out of debt and this is what we tell people and you did it for you not you're already out of debt obviously but you you did it just to prove what spending does to you and your husband yeah well i was telling people that you know i feel like our budget got fluffy kind of like i did over christmas with all those cookies <laughs> and it was time to cut it back and to tell you, america in. is the definition of fluffy <laughs> We're out of shape, and we spin like we're in Congress, and then we whine because we can't get ahead. It's ridiculous. Unless you did the no spend with me, then you are crushing it now, and we are winning. Oh, this is a <laughs> CrossFit right here. You just busted up into it.
I like that. Way to go. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And I'm proud of you leading a whole bunch of people on Instagram to do that, too. All it is is a nice little wake-up call. It's like a fast. You realize, maybe I do eat too much all the time. Mm. (laughs) This is the Ramsey Show. W-2s by now, your 1099s by now, they're supposed to be to you in the month of January, which means you're saying, oh, taxes. I love taxes, said no one ever. Um, If you do, you're just strange and you should see a counselor. But anyway, so I know taxes can be stressful. We all hate them. And we've all heard that 16% of you would rather get a root canal than file taxes. What? Well, (laughs) that's pretty bad. I'm pretty close, though. Uh, if I had to do my own, man, I'm telling you. Hey, if you want to take the stress off of filing out of, off your shoulders, uh, we can help you. Connect with a Ramsey Trusted Tax Professional. These guys and gals are CPAs or enrolled agents. They're not part-timers who swoop in just during tax season. They're actually professionals, and they live and breathe taxes. Oh, that's weird. But they're available for year-round support of all kinds. They have the heart of a teacher, and they'll get your taxes done for you. If you want to find out who we recommend as a Ramsey Trusted Tax Pro in your area, go to RamseySolutions.com slash tax pro and get connected today. RamseySolutions.com slash tax pro and get connected today. Pretty simple stuff. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Thank you for joining us. So let's continue on the uh, no-spend January thing that you did. It's pretty impressive. You saved uh, over $2,000, almost three, you know, 2400 you said, right? 2400 And it was not eating out, not clicking on Amazon, and limiting your grocery budget and not buying anything that really you didn't need to do life. Yeah, nothing discretionary, nothing unnecessary. And a lot of people following you on Instagram had even better results. There's a lot of fluff in our fluffiness out there. We're fluffy, 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 fluffy. Fluffy, fluffy. So uh, what are some of the responses you got? Yeah. you had a whole bunch of people following you on Gosh, so many wins. I literally was going through my Instagram before this and was like, you can't cry, Christina. You're about to go on the show. But I just wanted to tear up because y'all killed it it is so inspiring to see this so one person said i stuck to no spend challenge with you i just look at my balance i'm ending the month with two thousand nine hundred and forty two dollars extra oh my gosh just wow i've done a no spend before but i obviously must have cheated or something because my income hasn't changed in the past year and i do have to say i'm a little embarrassed i've got so much money left over clearly i was not doing a good job at managing my money makes you want to do your budget Right. I know. That was what I was thinking. I was like, this is good motivation. Um, Another person said on the debt snowball, we have paid off $3,000 in credit card debt this past month. Wow. In one month. In one month. Somebody said we've saved $6,200 this January. Right. Another person said they paid off uh, $550. Another person said we're on baby step six and we were able to pay an extra $3,000 towards our mortgage on no spend. Wow. 
Another person said, we saved $5,000 during no spend January. We're currently in stork mode because we're adopting twins in June and we saw just how much we don't need right now. Wow. Loved it. Somebody else said, I reduced over $1,200 in expenses, grocery, subscriptions, Amazon, and Manny Petties. <laughs> well, that's that's not a, yeah, okay. Yeah, we've saved over $900 from not eating out and ate a bunch of food at home that would have gone to waste otherwise. And the list just goes on and on. It's just incredible. Y'all crushed it. And I just want to say, I am so stinking proud of you. Like, this is just so inspiring to me. And, ah, my heart's on fire. So good job, everybody who did this with me. You have just proved that you could win. And so many people said, I was embarrassed. I thought I was doing a good job saving. That's me and my husband. We save aggressively. And it's like, we save quite a bit. And we still had $2,400 that was going to garbage, like just Amazon purchases that I'm not going to remember in five years. Like, I'm not going to care about those purchases. And that's where our money was going. It's ridiculous. I was eating. I was eating memories that could have been made. I was eating savings. And so it's like, all this stuff with inflation, groceries, the world's getting harder, everything's expensive. We can still control our finances. We can still buckle down. If you feel like you don't have room in your budget to get to the next baby step, I challenge you to do a no spend month. You will probably be surprised at the margin that you do have. But first, you have to commit to getting control of your money. And I'm just so ridiculously proud of all the people who did it. Yeah, it's very cool. Me too. So here's the message out of this whole thing. Not that you live cheap, never buy anything, and never go out to eat your whole life. That is not what we're suggesting. The the beautiful thing about doing a no-spend month or getting on to baby step two and just buckling down and doing essentially the same thing and throwing it all at debt, which is what we've been teaching for 30 years, the beautiful thing about that is it tells you you can. Absolutely. And but and then you have the ability to choose at that point to live like no one else so that later you can live and give and spend like no one else. If you have eight million dollars, you can spend more than if you're broke. Okay? Yep. And you can enjoy and do some things than if you're broke. And you can uh, we met a couple at the break here. They're driven all over the United States. They're out on a massive road trip because they can Okay, why? Because they got out of debt because they did no spend and they realized that, you know, but the, the, the what we're trying to break here is the mentality among a, a group of people in America. You might be among them. I don't know if you listening are among them. I'm sure someone out there is that thinks that it's impossible to get ahead in America today. And our answer is, uh-uh, you fluffy. You fluffy. You fluffy. You got fluff, 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 fluff. Get rid of the fluffy. And you can do this. Well, you got you have margin if you quit whining and playing the victim. Absolutely. And it's about getting intentional with your spending. Like I said, I was fluffy and it's like I don't want to get And to- you teach this for a living. <laughs> You hey, work here, we, we for can God's all sakes. get fluffy, y'all, especially when you get in baby step six. It's easy to be like, I'm saving 15%. I'm, I'm doing a lot of stuff. I'm paying off a house, and it's easy to get fluffy. But I also want to go on vacation this summer. I want to do really great things with my kids that I'll remember. I don't want to go, man, we really need to buckle back on vacation and memories that our kids will cherish because I bought extra stuff on Amazon that I'm not going to remember. Yeah, see, what you never want to do again ever with your money you need to be one of two things you need to be intense 
while you're trying to achieve a certain goal and you're buckling down to where your broke friends are making fun of you like you joined a cult. Oh, you're doing that Ramsey stuff, aren't you? Yep. Shut up. You're broke. And uh, you, you're, you're in so intense that you're freaking people out. And that's like a no spend month, right? Mm-hmm. No eating out. No vacations. Right? That's, a, that's for a period of time. It's not a life. If you're not intense, what you have to do is you have to be intentional. Every dollar leaves under my command. I make enough money today, and I have enough money to do almost anything I want to do. But I have to make, I still have to leave, no dollars leave Dave and Sharon's house without being under our command. So it's not fluffy. Now, it's it's doing some things that we never dreamed when we were little kids that we would be able to do. We just hoped. But we've been, you know, doing these principles for 30 years have put us in a position to, to give and to live like no one else. But still, it's intentional. We're going to lay this out. And we're not going to go, oh, I don't know where that went. We're not going to ever have that moment. I have no idea where that money went. I, we just, we're just out of control. It just bleed, we're just bleeding. Right. Well, even if you know where it went, too, especially in this inflationary environment, if you're saving, it's easy to go, you know what? We're going to add a little bit more to the grocery budget this month, and we're going to add a little bit more to this That's line That's intentional. Item. But at the same time, you also need to go, do I really need to spend more in groceries or do I need to meal plan better? Or do I, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, do I need to really up my Amazon budget or do I need to go, oh, it's better if I eliminate stuff and just decide I don't need as much stuff. Yeah. Do you want to eat out every night or do you want to go on a nice vacation this summer? I don't care which one you do, but you ought to do it on purpose. Don't say I can't afford to go on vacation when you eat out every night. You can't afford. You just chose to do something else. Or we can't afford to eat out. No, you chose to go on vacation. Did you put the money in that pile? And so that's intentionality. No whining. No victim. You're in control. Tell your freaking money what to do. This is The Ramsey Show. Christina Ellis, Ramsey Personality, is our co-host today. We appreciate you guys being with us. Hey, if you didn't know, this show started as a talk radio show, and it still is. We're the second largest talk radio show in America. 680 radio stations carry the show. Thank you for that. And thank you for those of you that listen on talk radio. You're how this whole thing started. Of course, when they uh, came out with a podcast, a guy came in my office and said, we need a podcast. And I said, what's that? And we were one of the first people to start podcasting. We put an hour of this show on podcast and later on added the other two hours a day to the podcast. Um, Without commercials, it is more like 38 minutes um, on a podcast. And so a lot of you listen on podcasts now. And then, of course, we've added YouTube and it's exploded and millions of you are there. All told, between those three, there's about 25 million of you in a week. Thank you 
We appreciate you very, very much. Leave a, uh, a five-star review, if you would, if you're in one of those uh, technologies where you can leave a review. Uh, you don't need to bother with a one-star review. Mama said if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all, and that's a good plan right there. We don't need that help. We need the help, though, because it helps the algorithms if you, uh, if you punch on the Internet that way. And uh, So leave a nice review. Share it. Uh, if you're listening on talk radio, sharing it means tell your friends to listen to that talk radio station. If you uh, click on it, if it's uh, one of the Spotify or Apple or somebody, you can send it around, right? We appreciate that. YouTube allows you to share. Thank you for sharing. Something else your mother taught you to do. There's a lot of mama, a lot of mama lessons here. And uh, so do that and just help us spread the word. The best way this show, if you, listen, you're listening for free, you're getting great world-class advice for free. The way you can say thank you is help us spread the word. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. I just got a report in that uh, is very, very interesting. For the first time in history, more people are listening on a mobile device than on a radio in the nation onto this type of product okay some of the radio some of the broadcast industry stuff and so the lines crossed in 2022 for the first time ever wow. now our lines crossed we actually have a few more of you on podcasts than we do on radio right now our lines crossed uh, about three years ago uh, with this product but we don't care where you listen that's why we're everywhere we're on Sirius XM you can listen on satellite jump in there and uh, next week we're coming on TBN for an hour a day. Uh, and so you can jump in there. TBN has done a whole new set of programming that is much more mainstream than the old days. Uh, and it's much more like regular stuff than the old days. And they approached us and we were able to work a deal with them, non-exclusive, obviously, because we're on everything. So now you can watch there. There's 70 million households uh, get, you know, cable and uh dish and all that that have tbn and so not everybody not, that doesn't mean 70 million people are turning it on but i'm giving you the opportunity to turn it on it's like five to six in the afternoon five to six in the evening so uh, eastern time i believe it is so you can find it on there though it's pretty easy and uh starting on uh, february the 6th so thank you guys for all of that the success breeds success and you guys letting people know is the number one thing the number one thing so thank you thank you thank you thank you natasha is with us in virginia beach hey natasha how are you hi dave thanks for having me on the show we're honored how can we help all right okay so my husband and i we got married last year anniversary coming up on the 5th of february and um, from since then we've paid off all of our debt. We have no debt, no car payment. Get um, we both owned homes. So we paid off the mortgage of the home that I was living in. I had two children prior to the marriage. So I wanted to keep their life kind of stable. And we rented out his property, um, which is about two hours away. So mm -hmm. we have some income coming in from that. Um, now we've also looked at a property and we've uh, started the process of building a home in North Carolina so that the prices are cheaper, taxes are cheaper. Um, we wanted to sell the house because there's no mortgage on this house, sell this house, take all of the money from this house and put it on to the new house. And we will come out with a mortgage about a hundred thousand dollars. Won't you sell the other one and be debt free? Well, the thing is this house has a lot more no, sell both of them. attached to it. 
Huh? Sell both of them. Oh, well, that's that's an option. But And you pay cash for your I North Carolina house, right? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Well, that's that's what we were trying to do. Like, what's the smart decision? Because he was saying we could pay off the other house and then move into it. But it, with the mortgage rate being almost 6%, it didn't make sense to try and, you know, hold on to that the new mortgage, like paying that off as quick as possible was the strategy that I was thinking to do. Mm -hmm. So I thought you were keeping the kids stable, but now you're moving them to North Carolina. I'm confused. Well, at the time, because it was in the middle of the school year. So now it's like, it's right at the summer. Um, We could move within the summertime and then everything would move smoothly. You know what I mean? I Mm -hmm. didn't want to transition. Mm -hmm. I have one son who's about to start high school. I got you. How much is the other house worth? The rental house? The other house is a, the one, I'm sorry. The rental house. The rental house is $121,000. What's owed on it? Oh, how much is how much is it worth? Sorry. 220. Oh, it's worth it's 220. It's 220 and it's we owe 121. Oh, so you had 100,000 equity. Okay. And yeah. how much mortgage are you talking about taking out in North Carolina if you keep that rental? 150. Oddly enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. i'll tell you what old dave and sharon would do we'd be debt free in north carolina with a grin on our face all those right, other properties right. gonna be sold okay and then use the fact that you have no payments in the world of any kind to start saving up some money and if you pile up a little money you can buy you a little rental there in north carolina where you can lay hands on it Long, right, long distance right. landlording is dangerous and you didn't set out to be a long distance landlord it happened by default right it was never exactly. your plan it was because he already had the house and then you got married and he decided living with you is a better idea and i like his idea okay well and talking about <laughs> stability for your kids being in baby step seven having no payments in the world that is a beautiful level of stability and like right. dave and said yeah, that's the scary part because we're like, we're in the midst of it. And it's like, we don't have a mortgage right now. We're about to walk into a mortgage. Well, you do you have know? a mortgage. You got a mortgage on the rental. Or a rental. But yeah. it, we're not feeling it right but, now. Because but here's the thing. There. Here's the thing. You're going to have no mortgage anywhere. Yeah. If you do this. This is okay. cool. What do y'all make? What's your household income? About 70000 cool. I'm not working. He's working. Where are I'm, you moving I'm in North Carolina? Uh, Moyak. What? It's Where's like, that? Yeah. Where's Moyak is <laughs> right when you uh at the border of Virginia and North Carolina. It's like new development. It's like it's going towards Naghead. Oh, okay. Kid. Okay. I know where that is. Okay. Are y'all Be- that's a beautiful area. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's stellar. That is the mountains. That's a, that's something incredible. Are but y'all going there beautiful. for work? No. No, we can we can still get to work. Like we're only thirty minutes away from the house we're in now. It's not really it's just over the line. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. you were going deep down. We won't okay. feel it. We it. won't feel it at all. I and we're it. and it's two acres of land out there. And it's that pretty. That's a beautiful get. area. Am I right? Yes, it yeah, is. It really is. It's stellar. Yeah, sell everything and pay cash for your new house. That's what I would do if I woke up in your shoes, and that's what you were asking. What would you do? Yeah, same. That's so exciting that you have the second house, that you have the equity, all of that. And talk about a way to start off your marriage, celebrate anniversary, all of that good stuff. Baby step seven, here you come. That's amazing. Ding, 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 ding.
I love it. So proud of y'all. Well done, Natasha. Well done. Got the house pet. Yeah, this is good. This is very good. This is the Ramsey Show. Christine Alice Ramsey, personality number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. We appreciate you joining us. Hey, a lot of you are brand-new listeners because a lot of you are joining us on all those formats we were talking about the other day. And if you're a new listener and you want to figure out what this is, it's kind of like, you know, you're jumping into all this uh, Ramsey speak, like baby steps and uh, debt snowballs and all these things. You don't know where you are. And it's kind of like trying to join somebody in the middle of skipping rope or something, right? So where do we do this? Well, let me help you. If you're brand-new Go to RamseySolutions.com, click on the Get Started button. It costs absolutely nothing. We'll help you figure out your next best step based on where you are today. It's a little quick survey on getting started, and then we will show you exactly what to do. So it's completely free, and if you're going, I don't know what they're talking about half the time they speak in code, because we kind of do. We've got such a large tribe of people doing this stuff that we all have our own uh, thing. I was Funny thing, Christian, I was walking through an airport the other day with one of my buddies. We were going this thing, and a guy yells all the way across the airport. I mean, across the, the – the, I'm coming to see you in March, Dave! And my buddy's <laughs> like, uh, who is that? And I'm like, I don't know. And he said, what do you, I said, he's coming to do his debt-free scream. And he goes, how do you know that? And I said, because that's who yells through an airport (laughs) that says they're coming to see me in March when I've never met them. It's code. You're like, that's our tribe. I mean, that's it. And so the other thing, you know, stuff like that. So if the Domino's pizza guy delivers your pizza and you say, how you doing? He says, better than I deserve. That's code. He's working an extra job to get out of debt. Double his tip. Don't be cheap. <laughs> so it's code. You need to know the tribe speak. You need to know the code around here, and we'll help you with it, right? Yep. We I'm will going get to, to see you in March, Dave. Because <laughs> <they'll> intense. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like some people will be going, I'll have my gun. You know I mean? Stalker. Stalker. But no, I knew exactly what the guy's talking about. And it's like, uh, I, he and he knew I would know right you know i mean that's it so and also like the enthusiasm level i feel like that's like oh yeah signature for our yeah, tribe yelling across the airport right and it, everybody stops and looks they're, they're all got their heads down on their phones right not like wakamo all these heads pop up <laughs> but it's like yeah we're having this conversation my buddy's confused he's like what is he talking about so that but that's it you get because it's we do do a little bit of that on here you talk about fpu we have all these lingo what's fpu financial peace university you know it's like being in the military. They've got all these letters, and you have to know what all that stuff means. And I was never in the military, so they start talking that stuff, and I'm like, okay, you have to tell me what the acronym is. I don't get it. You know? <laughs> right. so, all right, Jan is with us. Jan's in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Hi, Jan. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. 
Hi, Dave. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, my husband and I have been part of your tribe since 2014. We are debt-free, Baby Step 7. Um, he is retired already. He retired about a year ago. Um, I'm planning to retire from the federal government in October at age 60. Um, I'm wanting to know um, if I can, if my uh, TSP is fluffy enough, I guess, as you would say, to uh, take some of, uh, some out of that to help pay for our, our retirement home. Okay. Uh, how much do you want to take out, and how much is in your total nest egg? Okay. Well, right now, our, our income when I retire will be all pensions. Mm-hmm. We will have about 8400 a month coming in in his pension and Social Security, and that will be my federal government pension without touching the TSP. Gotcha. And how we, much is in uh, your total nest egg, his and yours combined? Our total nest egg right now is about 900000 We would sell our existing home, and I think we would probably get around two hundred for it. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the TSP has six sixty six hundred sixty thousand. We okay, have so you got nine hundred thousand, and you want to spend how much of the nine hundred thousand on the upgrade house? About a, about a hundred thousand. Of course. I can, <laughs> this is what you do. Yeah, I, I counted up, and we're baby steps millionaires. But you know, you Lord, definitely are millionaires. And, and you're going to drop a so, hundred so, grand out of your million dollars, almost that you have in mutual funds in your retirement. And to buy to add to your other house when it sells to move up into your dream house after you've worked your butt off your whole life. Yes, this is what you do. Okay. Absolutely, that makes me, that makes <laughs> me feel good because we we're only thinking a five hundred thousand dollar house. So if we can pull a, a hundred thousand out of the thrift savings and then then we can buy it all debt free. We can that's, debt-free. and that's the only way I'm gonna tell you to do it: debt free, pay cash, because you don't want to go back in debt. My God, you got out. And we're hoping to not really touch the principal on the thrift savings. Like I said, we're we're hoping for a long time at least to be able to just live off the pension. Oh, I think you can. Um, Eighty four hundred dollars with no debt. And, Good lord. And, of course you can. Yeah, leave, leave a legacy for our kids. Yeah, you're well. That's fine, and or or spend it. I don't care what you do, or give it away. But but you you're in good shape. So and here's the thing: you guys are how old? Uh, he is sixty one. I am sixty. Okay. Or I will be sixty in October when I retire. Okay, so, so when you guys are sixty-eight, you're eight hundred thousand. If you don't touch it and you leave it in good mutual funds, will be one point six. Okay. When when you're seventy-five, it'll be three point two. Sounds good. Sounds See, I think good. your hundreds okay. Y'all are gonna live a good okay. life. I'm hoping to. I'm hoping to travel, move a little closer to a, to a grandbaby that's coming. There you um, go. There you go. Game on. Hey, girl, I'm so proud of you. So did y'all inherit any of this? Um, Maybe 100,000. Okay. Total between our two, between our two parents. We did, we did have my husband's home place as a rental home Mm -hmm. for for a while. We, we inherited. So are you millionaires because of an inheritance or because of your saving? We're we're millionaires because of the the savings. Yeah. I think, I think mathematically that's an accurate statement. Yeah, I'm proud of you. And, and well we did, done. They, well, they, thank you, thank you. Because we we started your plan in 2014, and as a result, we've sent one son to school totally debt free. Uh, he went to in-state school. We have a daughter who is still in college, but she has a fully funded uh, college fund. She'll be going debt free, even if we spend the extra hundred thousand on our retirement house. Yeah. So, 
it, the plan works. It does work, and you worked it. So what did you all do for a living when you were working? My husband was actually our county fire marshal, mm-hmm. um, and I work for the Department of Veterans Affairs, so I kind of tune out a little bit sometimes when you talk bad about us. But <laughs> yeah, he's, he worked for local government for 40 years. I have worked for uh, federal government will be 28 years. So and government and workers. And you're millionaires. And we, we are. Yeah. Just barely, but we got there. I love it. <laughs> Way to go. So proud of y'all. That is so cool. And I love that they found you in 2014. So, yeah, so this you know, is eight years. Eight years. So for people in your 50s that are thinking like, oh, it's too late. Well, they life. already had a head start, though. They didn't do the whole thing in eight years. Right. But people can still do this, even if it oh, takes yeah. another 10 years. Absolutely. I just feel like we talk to people sometimes yeah. who are a little bit older and they're like, oh, man, I wish I would have found this in my 20s or 30s. And they feel like they missed the boat. You didn't. You didn't no, miss I, the boat. I, I've been teaching this stuff for 30-plus years now, and I always get the question, am I too old to save money? And I always say, no, not if you're sucking wind. <laughs> you can always save money. Uh, now, can you? is it as easy when you, if you start when you're 58? No, it's harder because uh, you don't have the power of compound interest over time working for you. The math doesn't work as easy, uh, but you can still do it. Yeah. And I've met lots of people that became millionaires in 10 years and a lot of them did it starting in their late 50s. Yep. And uh, so it can be done. Now, yeah. It's yeah. wild that like either end of the spectrum, you could make an excuse. You could be young and say, you know, Gen Z is never going to be able to become millionaires because of the system being set up bad. Or you could be old and saying it's too late. And it's like, no, either There's end of the spectrum. systemic problems with the economy. I love when they can say the word systemic at 21. Sounds so smart. Systemic. They're so smart. <laughs> have a systemic problem with the economy. It's you. You're the systemic problem. You're a virus. I love the new words that people are coming up with. I saw one the other day that I was like, is that really a word? Like What? I don't even remember. It was something about gender and race and mixing them together. And I was like, I have never heard that word before. I Yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> lot of things that people are coming up with there. That's for sure. It's a lot. Well, it's I mean, if you, if you need a new word, just go to Tic Tac. They got one on there, I'm sure. <laughs> They'll, they'll, all the best education coming from, all the best education <laughs> from well i'm on tiktok now so uh, i heard i'm not but there are people here in the building that put me on there apparently i'm a big times deal times are changing i'm y'all. a big deal on tiktok if y'all didn't know i'm just saying i'm a really Dave big is on deal TikTok. i'm a big deal on tiktok check it out this is the ramsey show Hey, it's Christina Ellis. If you love the show and want to dive deeper on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.